We have a very special guest, the presidential advisor and consultant and political genius Dick Morris. His uh, new book, The Return, Trump's big 2024 comeback is out. Number one Amazon bestseller, doing very, very well. It's required reading, really. Hey, Dick Morris, welcome. How are you? Hey, great to be here with you, Greg. Uh, Dick, first thing, first things first. You nobody knows the Clintons like you do. Um, Hillary, let's just let's just clear it up. She's running for president, right? She's definitely a candidate or not? Well, it's complicated. If Biden runs, she's not going to run. But no, but the Democrats do not want Biden to run. And recently, they asked Pelosi and Schumer if they would support her. And they, if she, if he should run again, and they evaded the question. So clearly, they don't want him to run again. And I think that if Biden, if the Democrats lose the Senate, which I think they will, uh, then the pressure on Biden will be to announce that he's not running again. And at that point, I think he pulls out. Hmm. And at that point, I think Hillary steps in. Wow! And I think that she's going to follow. The exact same playbook that I wrote for Bill Clinton in 1992, and I laid this all out in my book, The Return, because I anticipated this. And what I told Clinton in 92 is the Democrats are desperate because they lost with Mondale in 84 and Dukakis in 88. And you should come there and say, if you guys continue to tap to the left and go so far left, you're never going to win. And to win in 92, you got to nominate me, and I'll move back to the center. And Hillary's going to give the exact same speech. She's going to say, we lost the House, we lost the Senate, because the leftists moved the party too far to the left. All right, two things. And I'm running for president to bring it back to the center, just like my husband did 30 years ago. Now, is she, is she, Dick, something. let me jump in. Is she a, at her core, you know her well, at her very core, what does she stand for? Is she far left? Is she at heart a diehard liberal? Is she an opportunist? Is she a centrist? What? She stands for herself, Greg. Uh, she'll be whatever she has to be to win. And she could care less one way or the other. Uh, and uh, when Arkansas, where she had to pose as a moderate because it's a southern state, she was moderate. Then she went to Washington with Clinton, and she became a leftist. Then Clinton lost Congress, so she moved to the right again. Then she ran for Senate in New York, which is the most liberal state in the country other than California, so she became a leftist again. Now she'll run for president, and she'll become a moderate again. Mm. Which is she? She's none of it. She's a chameleon. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Let's. I want to decomplicate this a little bit because, in my mind, there is absolutely no way that Joe Biden can run for president uh, for re-election. Yeah. There's just no way. Yeah. He, he was protected the last time. He won't be this time. Ukraine, I think the crisis in Ukraine and Russia is making it very unlikely that he's going to be able to run again. Because All right. The world is looking at it and saying, "Oh my God." Is the United States going to be led by the senile old fool? He can't. He can't stand up for our side, and I think his his defects are becoming glaringly apparent. So let's talk about Trump. Uh, look, I'm a huge fan. I would love to see him run again. I love his policies. I love his style. I love it. I think he'd be great, and I see a way. I think he can and should do it. But I do talk to you know Republicans in the know. 
And uh, a lot of them seem to be scared and they don't want him to come back. And they're talking up DeSantis. Where do things stand there? Well, that's the Democratic strategy you're hearing, because their goal is to try to lure DeSantis into the race, because they know that it would be a bloody, terrible primary. Trump's not going to give up without a hell of a fight. And um, it'll rip the party apart and kill our chances in 24. But DeSantis isn't going to run. The latest poll shows Trump beating him by 65 to 17. And he may be stubborn, but he's not crazy. And um, Trump has a lock on this nomination. And uh, whoever is the Republican candidate is going to win in 24 because the economy is so bad and it's getting worse. You know, I want to run this by you, Dick. And I know you got an appointment. I'll I'll let you go soon. But um, I've always felt that Trump had the capacity to actually be a great president to win 40 states, 45 states, something Ronald Reagan-like. Now, that may not be in the cards, but I do think that if he started talking to his opponents, people who don't like him on the left, uh, you know, we know the base loves him. And we saw that in Michigan. We see it almost every weekend. But if he once did a, not a rally, but he an, an overt kind of appeal to people who disagree with him, like, if you're on the left, if you are gay, if you are this, if you are that, you have nothing to fear from me. Because I do think that many of the principles he's fighting are not right or left. They're American, true American principles that most people would agree with. Do you see, do you, do you know what I'm talking about? And is there a chance that yeah, Trump would do I, something like that? I, Greg, I think that ship has sailed. Uh, the, the left wants to use climate change to completely change this country economically and to use uh, the gay and uh, and equity issue and racial issues to change the country in terms of this, in terms of what it is and what our core is. And they're not going to be sued by anything Trump says. They won't even hear it. The media will censor it. The way for him to win is that only about 35% of the country drinks the Kool-Aid, and you have about 20 or 25 percent that's not part of Trump's base, but that likes him, likes what he did. They may bristle at his style. They may not like his personality, but they believe he's on the right track, and I point that out in my book, The Return, and those are the votes we can get, and we're not going to win with 60 percent of the vote. But we are going to win with 54 or 55. I love it. I love it. Uh, I still think, though, I mean, that ship may have sailed, but it would make some people, it would put some minds and hearts at ease. Remember Rocky II, Rocky Balboa, he surprised everybody. He went from southpaw to right-handed, and then he switched back, and it totally messed up Apollo Creed. And I do feel like he's got the capacity to do that. I'm not saying, you know, he's still got to be true to himself and true to us. But look, the important yeah. thing is get Dick Morris's book, The Return, Trump's Big 2024 Comeback. Dick Morris, it's um, uh, I just got my own copy, so I'm going to devour it, and I really look forward to it. Dick Morris, thank you. you know, for... I've been speaking to Trump almost every day. Yeah? Uh, I was at the rally over the weekend. He invited me. And? And he called me uh, the next morning. How do you think I did? And we talked about it, and we've gotten even closer than we were in the 2020 campaign. I go through what we, what we did together in 2020 
in the book because I was secret then. Oh. I didn't let anyone know I was working for him. But um, now I'm more public about it, and and um, it's become a very close personal relationship. But I, I, I love really it. love the guy. It's uh, he's an amazing man. He really is. And uh, what a, what a what what an amazing privilege uh, that kind of friendship. Thank you very you much. Know my family history with him, Greg. Do I, you? I, uh, well, no, but my dad was his lawyer. Wait a second. For what? My dad was his real estate lawyer. I thought Roy Cohn was his lawyer. No, I know. He had a lot of lawyers. And Roy was my cousin. Roy is my Ah, cousin. No kidding. Hey, let me ask you something. Doesn't Roy Cohn get a bad rap? I, I'm, I'm sick of these documentaries. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, he can't. Oh, nobody. He, go, tell me. He sure does. And listen, all the people he exposed were communists. Alger Hiss was an agent of the KGB, uh, passing atomic secrets to the Russians for money. And Nixon was crucified, and, and Cohn was crucified for going after him. Yeah. And, uh, and, and he said that Hollywood was too leftist. Well, look at it now. So, yeah, I think he does get a bad rap. Hey, by the way, and, and it happens to be that Roy Cohn uh, was gay, but I guess in the closet, everybody knew he was gay. I mean, not in the yeah. closet, but, you know, he he didn't talk about it much. And Donald Trump, you know, they were very close. They were very close. Yeah. This guy is not a homophobe. He is, as no, they say, not. the least racist he's person. Not. That's an amazing little tidbit. Hey, about Trump and my father and Roy in my book. They were basically a trio. And uh, my father did the legal work. Roy did the politics and Trump did the money. Hey, last thing, last and thing. They, I got to ask you this. Bill Clinton. On some gut level, or maybe not so gut, maybe it's intellectual, Bill Clinton has to be in awe of Donald Trump, the political talent, the instincts, the – what does yes. Bill Clinton think of Trump? He, he does. He, I haven't spoken to Bill in 20 years, but I'm sure he is. But, you know, when I first went to work for Trump, he said, well, it's quite a trip from Clinton to me. And I said, you know, sir – when I was listening to your State of the Union this year, 2020, 2020, I said, it's the same State of the Union speeches I used to write for Clinton. Hmm. The same issues, the same promises. Just Clinton's making the promises, and you're reciting your accomplishments. <laughs> you both talked about a border wall. Yeah. You both talked about increasing deportations of criminal immigrants. You both talked about reforming welfare. Yeah, well, he's, he was no, by today's standards, by today's standards, Dick, we know that Bill Clinton was no, I know that Bill, uh, Bill Clinton was in awe of Trump. If you look at Clinton's body language at that town hall debate in 2016, he's what, it, it, going back to Rocky, he looks like, um, he looks like that, uh, what the hell was his name? The, the, the manager, the promoter, when he's watching the fight. He's Mickey, a, Mickey. No, no, yeah. no, no, not Mickey. I'm talking about the guy who actually coordinated the fight. George Jurgens. George Jurgens at one point is watching the fight. They cut to him, and you can tell he knows he's watching history. He's watching something um, right. uh, just indescribable, unrepeatable. Right. And that's right. what Bill Clinton. Hey, I got to go, Dick. Uh, appreciate okay. it so much. The Return Bye-bye, by Dick Jake. Morris. Go Take buy care. it. Thank you, sir. Uh, what a brainiac. I love that guy, Dick Morris. And having access to him, folks, this is a real privilege. The guy is, uh, has seen it all. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. 
The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.